Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy. Good morning, One Hope Church and friends of One Hope Church. My name is Mark Jones and we're continuing on with our podcast here in the season of Lent. Uh, I was going to, it's April 1st today, so I was going to try to come up with some kind of an April Fool's joke, and I was kind of looking up some of the uh, obscure books of the Bible, and I ran across uh, Habakkuk's Prayer, uh, so not 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 an April Fool's joke, but take a look at that sometime, that's uh, fantastic, and uh, that's, I, and I just got lost in trying to come up with an April Fool's opening, so uh, take that for what it is. I, I would have to say my favorite April 1st, April Fool's Day, was the day that I rounded up one of the BBs from Nathan's BB gun. It's a gold-colored little BB, and I super glued it to my earlobe and went through the day with everybody thinking that I had uh, pierced my ears. And it was interesting, the reactions that I got. But that was a memorable moment, uh, especially when I revealed that it wasn't real. Um, but anyway... Happy April 1st as we uh, move into spring and we continue on in the book of Mark. And we're today we're in chapter 11, starting at verse 27, going through chapter 12, verse 12. And it's the authority of Jesus' questioning is where we're starting out here in verse uh, 27. It's really a follow-up. It's a continuation. It's a, a part two of Peter's podcast yesterday where Peter talked about Jesus walked in like he owns the place because he owned the place. And this really stirs up the Pharisees and gets them uh, jealous, gets them angry, and they continue on with that, and they're questioning Jesus, and they're asking him where he, where his authority comes from, because they, they through the years, have uh, taken over. They've taken the ownership of authority. They they feel that they are the ones that are that give and grant authority. And we're going to look at that a little bit further here. Uh, but they ask Jesus a question: uh, Who gives you this authority? And Jesus throws it right back to them with another question asking about uh, John the Baptist and uh, who they thought that John was, if he was from heaven or if uh, he was not. And they talked amongst one, amongst one another, and amongst themselves, they felt that uh, you know John the Baptist was just some religious uh, um, nut that uh, actually jeopardized their, their authority again. And But they couldn't say that out loud because the people knew who John the Baptist was. They got it. They understood it. But the uh, Pharisees were so steeped into uh, their perception of uh, Scripture and what Scripture meant that they didn't really recognize John the Baptist as, as from God, who he was. And then we uh, continue on with that theme in the parable of the tenants. And uh, Jesus uh, talks about a man who planted a vineyard and he put a wall around it, dug a pit for the wine press and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they, they killed. He sent many others, some of them the best, others they killed. Oh, some of them they beat, others they killed. Sorry. He had one left to send, a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, 
They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him, and they killed him, and they threw him out of the vineyard. Uh, so he's kind of, and this is a parable, but if you look back at the time, this, this, was, not, uh, this was not ambiguous. Uh, the Pharisees knew that this was directly, it was directly uh, pointed at them and their behaviors of the past and their, what their behaviors were gonna, going to be. Uh, when he talked about the man planted a vineyard, uh, the Pharisees, they were the vine. They took pride in that, that they were the vine. They knew exactly what Jesus was talking about. He's talking about them. And they knew that all these servants that were sent to collect some of the fruit from the property for the owner, that, uh, that those were the prophets that they have turned away, that they have not acknowledged. And then they... <laughs> And, and you got to wonder, they're, they're plotting now to kill Jesus. And he talks about the owner, God, obviously God has sent his son and they will, and, and they kill him. And so he's clearly talking about them, but they're so steeped in what they believe and what they've interpreted from scripture. They know the scripture, but they're so steeped into how they've filtered it and how they've conjured up what it means and what the Messiah, what the Messiah is going to be when he comes that they, they, they just can't recognize in their own intellect. They can't find it in their hearts what they intellectually have to know at this point, uh, who this is that they're talking to. Um, yeah, that's, it's incredible. I almost feel sorry for the Pharisees because they're, they're working really hard at what they believe in, but they've, they've lost it somewhere along the line. They've just gotten so twisted and they've become the owners. They want to take over. They want to be the owner. They're the owners of authority and they've kind of forgotten that the ultimate authority is God. And, um, uh, just an incredible lesson in that. And then Jesus goes on to uh, quote uh, Psalms. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. Uh, so he, he, he's following up uh, the stone that the builders rejected. Obviously Jesus, the stone that he's rejected and they kill him, but he becomes the capstone. That's reference to the resurrection that Jesus is resurrected. He's killed and suffers for all of our sins. And then he's resurrected and he becomes the capstone for all for, for eternity and for all of our future. So praise God for that. Um, what's the application here? What do we take away with this? What's, uh, what's the action item here? And I, I think it's that, we be careful that as we um, as we are tenants in the vineyard and we are producing fruit, that we make sure that we're producing fruit for the kingdom, that we're producing fruit for God, that we remember that God is the owner, and that's why we're doing it. Uh, it's not it's not to fulfill our ego or to fulfill our own needs. It's not to make one hope church a bigger church in numbers. It's we're producing fruit in the vineyard for the owner of the vineyard, who is God, that the fruit goes to him and that it builds the kingdom. I, th I think that that's what we need to remember, that we don't get caught up in our... Uh, traditions and in our routines and in our and lose sight of who the owner is and who we're working towards. 
Um, so yeah, let's build the kingdom. Let's produce that fruit. Let's be great tenants and just thank God that he sent his son, Jesus, and that his son suffered for us, uh, ultimately died on the cross and then was resurrected and became the cornerstone. Uh, this is, this is the part of Mark uh, where the, uh, the rubber is really meeting the road here and we're, we're getting right into the thick of things. So I'm looking forward to continuing on with this. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's pray. I'm going to, as I said, I was looking at the prayer of Habakkuk, and I'm going to go uh, as he closes his prayer, chapter 3, verse 18. I think that this is a great, a great prayer for all of us. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like a deer. He enables me to go on the heights. With that, I say amen, amen, and everybody have a great day, and uh, we'll see you all later. And thanks, and bye-bye.